In the serene expanse of the Obud Wild and Scenic River, a crucial decision has been made in response to the unusually dry conditions gripping the area. Park officials, prioritizing safety and environmental conservation, have announced a temporary prohibition on all open fires within the park's backcountry. This measure, reflective of the heightened wildfire risks, underscores a growing concern across the southeast region. Superintendent Nikki Stephanie Nicholas, spearheading this initiative, emphasizes the ban's necessity in these parched times. The prohibition extends to wood and charcoal-based fires, even in established fire rings, a testament to the severity of the dry spell. The decision mirrors a broader trend of increased vigilance against wildfires, a pressing issue in today's climate scenario. Delving into the specifics, the ban strictly outlaws traditional campfires, a staple of the backcountry experience. However, it carves out exceptions for modern camping conveniences, as per a news release by the National Park Service. Portable stoves using pressurized gas, liquid fuel, propane, or alcohol are permitted, albeit with stringent safety oversight. These stoves must be monitored at all times and fully extinguished post-use, a nod to the delicate balance between human activity and nature's well-being. The band's scope, while comprehensive, does not extend to all areas of the park. Campers at Rock Creek Campground and picnickers at designated areas can still enjoy the warmth of fires, provided they are contained within designated fire rings and grills. This nuanced approach reflects an understanding of the diverse needs of park visitors while maintaining a firm stance on wildfire prevention. This is not the first time Obud Wild and Scenic River has faced such dry conditions necessitating a fire ban. The park's history reveals a similar situation back in November 2016, marking this as a rare but necessary measure. The recurrence of such bans speaks to the changing environmental patterns and the need for adaptive management strategies in our national parks. The comparison with the 2016 ban brings to light the evolving nature of park management in the face of climatic challenges. It underscores the park officials' commitment to safeguarding both the natural environment and the people who come to relish its beauty. These decisions, though sometimes inconvenient, are vital for the long-term preservation of the park's diverse ecosystem. In light of the ban, park officials have issued a set of recommendations for visitors. Foremost is the call for vigilance in extinguishing any permitted fires thoroughly. The emphasis is on preventing any sparks that could ignite the dry underbrush, turning a small flame into a raging wildfire. Visitors are also encouraged to adopt backpacking stoves for cooking needs in the backcountry, aligning with the park safety protocols. These recommendations are not just rules but part of a larger effort to educate and involve visitors in the park's conservation efforts. By understanding and adhering to these guidelines, visitors become active participants in protecting the park's natural heritage. It's a collaborative approach, where each visitor's actions contribute to the overall safety and well-being of the park. The fire ban, while a response to immediate safety concerns, also has far-reaching implications for the park's wildlife and ecosystem. Wildfires, often exacerbated by human activities, pose a significant threat to wildlife habitats. By preventing these fires, the ban plays a crucial role in protecting the diverse species that call the park home. Moreover, the ban aids in maintaining the ecological balance of the park.
Uncontrolled fires can lead to soil erosion, water pollution, and loss of vegetation, disrupting the delicate equilibrium of the ecosystem. Thus, this proactive measure is not just about fire prevention, it's about preserving the intricate web of life that thrives within the park's boundaries.